Hello, you little Topo Chicos, and welcome to episode 91 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. Hello, guys. And our producer, Carrie. Hello. What's up? Very little. Same. I already gave away what I'm drinking in that title, but this is the fizziest water that I've ever seen. It's like what it's known for, I'm pretty sure. It's just like a continuous fizz. I opened this like five minutes ago and it's still going. It's pretty fizzy. I yeah. really thought it was going to just go all over. Yes, it did not. No, it's like a controlled open. Control fizz. Yeah. it's. It comes in glass bottles too with like a top that's not a twist off that you have to do like a beer top. But um, that feels dangerous because you can't <laughs> like control how much the fizz comes up. Right. But it truly fizzes forever and it's actually really good mineral water, so... Topo Chico would like for me to pay me for these advertisements. Hungryandky yes. at gmail.com. That's right. I'm really just like putting us out there lately, asking for advertisements. Shoes, you know. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you need talked about, I'll talk about them. Yep. You know what? This is an open market over here. <laughs> <laughs> I could always use the extra money. So, you know, just keep that in mind, big corporations. And the extra shoes. Yeah. I do have new shoes on today. You do. I noticed those. Yes. I, I know who should sponsor us, Scott. I was, I was, we have been yeah. pushing Scott for years. That's true. I was going to say something about the shoes, but then I was like, have I seen those shoes before? Or have I not yeah, I've seen lost those count shoes? This I, is the first yeah. time I've worn them. They're like Jordan-esque, yeah. they're, aren't they? They're like old, uh, send yeah. up to the old Jordans. They're not an actual like OG colorway, but they're red and black and white, yeah. like the OG ones. And they're so. no tops. Yes. Mm-hmm. I... My legs were not built for a mid or a high, I've decided. I have a pair of mids. They're fine. Yeah. Excuse me. But um, they don't just they just don't work as well as a low top. I'm a low top girl. I like to show my ankles, even though there's <laughs> nothing to show, really. It's fine. You can see how many times I've sprained them now and the arthritis when it creeps in. But you know what? That's fine. The shoes are fun. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Good time. Just so, Nike, if you want to sponsor me. I was going to just add Hungry to and KY collection. at gmail.com. Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, good times. It's, um, well, it's election day now, but it's creeping ever so closer to Thanksgiving. I was just, oh, I forgot. I was going to yeah. do in my, in my intro greeting, I was going to say Merry Christmas because what's the point, right? I mean, um, so right? Many points. Sorry. I'm, I'm become cynical on make, uh, make Thanksgiving great again. Cause it just feels like it's become futile and useless. Um, first of all, you're talking smack about my favorite holiday. And second of all, you're kind of talking smack about my birthday. I don't appreciate it. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like Thanksgiving, but you know, only one person can only do so much against the fight of Christmas creep and the corporations. Christmas creep. That would be a great horror movie. Oh, oh, I've already got a scenario. <laughs> wow, instant Dang. scenario. Yeah. yeah, that would be that. Like that, that, that would be a good uh, uh, horror Christmas crossover movie. Heck yeah, Christmas creep. Yeah, Christmas but creep. I'm I'm one person, and I just could not fight that crusade. Like I just couldn't do it. And I know there were other people on board, and I know there are people <laughs> on board, but it seems like that there are less of us than there are of the Christmas people. And I just. I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not giving in in to the, the whole Christmas thing, but I have given up the fight. Listen, that is a minority of people, and they're just a vocal minority. Much like the hateful people on Twitter who talk about UK sports, they're a vocal minority. Okay, we just you can't give up the fight now, Carrie. We're too close. It's, just, it's so hard. Too close. I mean, look at well, look what's on the table today. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't fight. I can't fight that. Well, I tried. Uh, they were staring me in the face. I had to get them. <sighs> They're delicious, just so you know. I can't fight that. Well, maybe we'll for the next later. episode we can find some, like, you know, Thanksgiving-themed foods. Yeah, we gotta do something. Maybe um, Jones is coming back out with some more of their Thanksgiving-themed drinks. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We had that last year, right? The one tasted like chicken bouillon. Yes, and it wasn't terrible, as I recall. Uh, it's kind of like drinking chicken broth. Yeah, one bad. Yeah. So, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. Um, but yeah, don't give up that fight. Don't let anyone tell you how to live your life, Carrie. <laughs> if you want to celebrate Thanksgiving and try to make it great again, go for it. Listen, I'm into it. Okay. I'm, I'll fight the fight with you. All right, I appreciate Renee that. Renee will fight the fight with you, too. She's eating, so 
she can't answer. I'm answering for her. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, know, I know she's a Christmas head, but I feel like she could squeeze Thanksgiving in there for I a day. I do love Thanksgiving. I feel like you like to have a you like to have a big like gathering and a dinner mm-hmm. and stuff. So mm-hmm. see, it's not past her by. No, I like. Um, no, I love I love all the holidays, but they like fall and Christmas end up intermingling each other in November. Mm-hmm. For me, I end up still kind of my house is kind of half and half, but but at the moment my house is absolutely torn upside down and crazy because we've got a veterans dinner coming up um, that me and my husband are hosting on Friday, and I have stuff everywhere for that, so I don't have time to put the tree up because I'm I'm dealing with that at the moment. Well, there's plenty of time to put the tree up. Yep, bacon likes Thanksgiving. Of she, course she does. She, she's sitting here telling me. Well, I mean, I would expect nothing less of yes. bacon. She's she, making an appearance on this episode. I yes. normally put have it bacon. up early because I have so much stuff and I have so much money in my stuff that I put it up just so I can enjoy it because otherwise it's just too short of a time for as much as I put into it. But I still leave. Like, I would just put my tree up but all my other Christmas decorations would stay back and all my fall stuff would be up. But I wouldn't turn the lights on the tree till after Thanksgiving. The, the tree will be there. That sounds like a compromise. Yeah, that's all right. If I didn't already have my skinny Christmas tree, I might be compelled to get that keg stand, the Miller Lite I'm telling stand. you, I, I think that thing would be cool. That was definitely, if you're having a Christmas party, definitely check that out. Because I think it was, only, it was only 50 bucks. Yeah, it yeah, was really cheap. pretty cheap. It's literally a keg and then a stand that goes over top of it, and you put your Christmas tree on top of the stand, and then you can drink from the keg underneath the tree. Yes, it's brilliant. It is brilliant, and I would drink that, and I yeah. like it. And uh, it it and it's and if Miller Light wants and if Miller Light wants to send us one, <laughs> and Green KY at Gmail. That might actually compel me to put a tree up for the first time in like six years. See, you just throw like a Charlie Brown tree on top of it, yeah, with one sad little ornament. Well, we have a little bitty, teeny, teeny, tiny tree, so I just get the keg the keg stand and then just put the tree on that keg stand. Counts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you need a stand. Yeah. For your tree, anyway. Why not make it a keg stand? Right. There you go. I bought another tree in July because Macy was, was having a Christmas sale, and I now have four trees. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, yeah, they're having a big Christmas tree sale right now, I noticed, but I, I don't have no Christmas trees. There's not enough room in this house for four trees. Like, I don't I even know. Real. Well, no, because I'm not moving Music Corner. <laughs> I'm not moving the Miss Pac-Man machine. Um, I'm not moving any of the bookshelves. Right there underneath that um, banner. That's going to end up, there's going to be, I think, something going there. That's where the keg stand Well, we, we have another bourbon barrel in no, the garage. One rod, like, it doesn't have to be massive huge because they've got, you know, trees of all different widths and stuff. But a tree right there in front of your window. I mean, that's where we, that's yeah, where we, when we actually. a perfect place to be. Well, that's when we there. actually put up yeah. a tree. That's where we put it. But I'm saying there's not enough room in this house for four trees. The front room. No, what am I gonna move? Nothing. Um, the kitchen, obviously, no. It's pointless to put anything upstairs because nobody's gonna see it. I'm not putting it in the guest bathroom. That leaves the laundry room. That's all the room you got down here. It would be kind of nice to have something festive in that guest bathroom when I have to go pee in there four times in a row. I might be able to make that happen. Okay. We'll I'm see. I'm just saying, I feel like when I come mm-hmm. here and drink a lot of liquids, I'll spend a lot of time in the bathroom. Okay, that's fair. I'll see what I can do about that. Yeah, get she'll go. Up. She'll go and get like a soap dispenser. It'd be like, "There's your Christmas <laughs> counts." I think I have a <laughs> towel or something floating around here. A towel. <laughs> a hand towel. You guys need a towel. <laughs> go away, Tally. <laughs> Nobody wants you. Well, now I'm just lost in South Park thoughts. So I guess we should go ahead and wrap this part up before I start just saying all kinds of random stuff. I'm going to get a Mr. Uh, Hanky and I'm going to put it in the toilet when you come and he's just going to be sitting in there in the toilet. (laughs) Mr. Hanky, he's real? Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. Oh my God. I love Mr. Hanky. He's so sweet. She can can get the Snoop Elf. Yeah, you could get the Snoop Elf. I haven't seen that. Is that kind of like Elf on the Shelf, but it's Snoop? But Snoop. Oh, it can sit on the back of the toilet. Oh, yeah. There you go. Snoop on a stoop. There you go. I like it. And he's wearing a green elf outfit, and it's Snoop Dogg. We can talk about the other decorative things you can put in your bathroom off air, because I don't (laughs) think people on here would like to hear about them. Yeah. 
This so, is not uh, a bathroom show. It sure isn't. And maybe uh, they don't care to hear about my dark humor. But um, <laughs> anyway, we have a lot of other stuff to talk about today. But first, if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the show. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at HungryKY, or you can send us an email, HungryKY at gmail.com. And then we, if you can't come be here with us in person, I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, only if you live out of town, but if you're here, you should hang out with us. Mm-hmm. But anyway, if you can't, uh, we can dial you up on Skype or I guess Facebook Messenger, something like that. Teams. Maybe a, a Teams call. I like a Teams mm-hmm. call. But uh, we can do that too. Just not Zoom. Zoom, you can't contact me for a sponsorship. I don't want your money. Nope. Anti-Zoom. Exactly. Okay. But yeah, hit us up. We like friends. Um, so, what you guys been up to? Anything good the past couple of weeks? Anything fun? We were talking about this on Sunday, and I just, I haven't. I, I, I like it's a bear in the butcher. I, yeah, but I, I, I kind of like... Because <laughs> I never go there. <laughs> I kind of like shot my wad like the last couple of shows, you know. I was doing a lot of stuff, and now I just didn't really do anything. The one thing I did think about that I had that I don't think that we talked about because Suburban and Bad Opinions is on an alternate Sunday than the Tuesday that we do this show, if that makes sense. And I did have Taco Tico. Ooh. And it was flipping delicious. I haven't had it in a while. Oh my god! Am I going to get it on the way home? We had I drive by one. We had some enchiladas, and let me tell you, for the price, I think they were like four dollars. Chad brought them. Chad brought everybody Taco Tico. Yeah, get you some Taco Tico. I do like it. I mean, well, can I put in a request for the yearly annual carry? rant of the turning the clock backward oh yeah I don't, yeah i mean i i, I still don't like it <laughs> i mean you know i'm not here for it uh i hate it it's like what time is it now as of uh, my speaking this into existence it is 5 19 in the p.m on, sun's already down. on tuesday november 19th and by the time we get record done recording this uh also it's the 8th like oh, it is. I said the 19th. Well, it was 519. <laughs> like, Whoa. See, this, this, this stupid new font. Time this, backward. this stupid. <laughs> I, I updated my phone and I don't like this font on this clock at all. Oh, you can change it. Uh, I tried and then it offset my wallpaper and I didn't care for that. Okay. Wow. It just has all kinds of issues. It, it, it messed me up. I didn't like it. It offset the Tottenham Hotspur on the wallpaper and I didn't care for it at all. So I changed it back. Anyway, yes, it is November the 8th. It is 519. And uh, 20. by the time <laughs> by the time we get done recording this, it doesn't matter. It will be dark. It will be dark, 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 dark. I didn't think it affected me that much this time. And I had to go somewhere last night and I was driving longer than I thought I was going to have to drive. And it literally felt like it was 10 p.m. I look at the clock. It's 5.45. Right. I was like, oh my God, I've been awake for so long. No, I haven't. I don't even know if I've been awake for 12 hours. Well, and it honestly, and not just to get dark early, but it screws me up too because we go to bed normally at 10 o'clock. Well, so since we've fallen back, now I want to go to bed at 9 o'clock because mm-hmm. that's what you're accustomed to in terms of like, the, t- the, the clock or whatever, the time. So that sucks too. Yeah. I was in the middle of a sentence at 1030 this morning and all of a sudden I was like, yeah, we're going to do, oh God, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> well, daylight savings for you, I guess. I don't know. Or whatever time we're on. I don't even know what time. Is this regular time? Or is standard this is time? slow time. No. So Is this daylight savings or is this standard? Daylight savings, I think, That's is when the, we spring ahead. Yeah. Okay. This is back on this the standard, standard time. Right. Yeah. And the whole thing is people stupid. would might as well just stay on standard. Well, sucks to that. I'd rather stay on daylight savings time because on daylight savings time, it would be 619 now and it'd still be light out. Um, there's a bill in Congress going through now. It already passed the Senate and is stuck in the House, but that would take away standard time and we would only have daylight savings time. I'm for that, but it doesn't matter because that's never going to happen. Yeah. doesn't seem like it. seems like, at least not this coming year. But so, anyway. unless I want to move to a different state. You can move to Indiana. Uh, which isn't going to happen. Arizona. It sucks to Indiana. Although, 
shout out to those two guys uh, from Southern Indiana who were super, super drunk at Double Dogs from being out at uh, the Breeders' Cup all day on Saturday and paid for our whole bill. So thank you very much. Very nice. Hey, that's something you did. You went to the Breeders' Cup. I didn't go to Breeders' Cup. Oh, I thought you said you did. They had gone to the Breeders' Cup. She watched it. Gotcha. No, I don't watch the Breeders' Cup. The, the two guys had gone to the Breeders' Cup, been out at Keelan all day, were drunk, and probably woke up and said, "Why the hell did I, what the hell did I pay for? What the hell?" And How did uh, I spent three hundred dollars at Double Dogs. <laughs> right. That's pretty funny. Um. Yeah. Let's see. I don't even remember. Bad, bad at this memory thing. What did you did you do anything? Interesting um, or no? I'll think about what I've done. Well, my nephew's first birthday was uh, was Sunday, but we celebrated it on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we had his birthday party. It was a baseball-themed birthday party, and we had it at the Lexington Legends Stadium. Aww. And it turned out awesome. They could not have been more accommodating. Uh, the venue was absolutely fantastic. Everybody had a ball. They let us go out on the field. They let the kids run the bases. They put Happy Birthday Lincoln up in the scoreboard out on the field. They put a turnstile in for everybody had to go through the turnstile to go into the venue. I was like, it was everything just was just perfect. Um, But we had a little bit of a scare there like the week before his party. Uh, The legend sold. So they were they were bought by a, a real estate investment group out of Nashville. And they plan on actually, they plan on keeping the legends. But when we first heard the news, the um, the event coordinator had contacted my sister-in-law. And they didn't tell them that they, they had sold until the, the day before they were doing it. And they basically laid off everyone but six people. And... And so then we were thinking, there's we're not going to be able to have a party a week out. So me and Jordan, of course, started panic because we've got 50 people coming. They were taking care of the food, plus is the venue. Invitations already been sent out and everything. But luckily, they still let us uh, have the party there. And they still pulled off the food. I don't know how they did it, but they were absolutely, they were wonderful. Um, so if you have an event, definitely call them. They're completely accommodating, and it's a great venue to have uh, to be able to to have uh, an event or something there. So you can do something besides just go to a baseball game. You can actually use their their venue, which I didn't know you could do that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Did they let you eat the ballpark food? Yeah, they made uh, hot dogs, hamburgers. Um, they had popcorn, peanuts, cracker jacks, of course. Um, they had big those big pretzels, and then they also made uh, mac and cheese, baked beans, and salad and French fries. So, like we had, we had a ton of food between that and cake and custom cookies made by Cece cooks it up because she's my girl. Um, like we just stuff like it, we had so much, plenty of food. And everybody had a good time, and Lincoln was in a good mood. <laughs> so, so all that turned out turned out really good. And then we left from there, and drove to Corbin and picked us up two black lab puppies. So now we have three black labs in the house. Uh, so we named them Gus and Gunther. We have two boys out of the same out of the same litter. They're they're adorable, but. Um, they like to wrestle and fight, and it's it's been pretty entertaining watching them, watching them do. It's almost like MMA going on right in front of us. <laughs> they will like jump off the like top rope and land on the other one, and then roll around in circles. And I mean, it's pretty entertaining. But I'm a little sleep deprived at the moment because we're potty training. Yeah, that's a uh, hard enough with one puppy, and you got two puppies, two, and a whole other dog. Yep. So. But he's not like he's not even paying attention that they even exist. So, but he's been really good. He's not done done anything. But those two are like you have to watch them every moment of the day. We got bacon the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like literally the day after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then of course we had a potty trainer, and she's a stubborn cuss. So it took a little while, and uh, we said never again in the winter. 
Never. Right. Because you're having to go out like every 10 minutes mm-hmm. and just, yeah. Mm. She finally got it. She got it. She did. She's a good girl now. But yeah. it took her a little bit mm-hmm. in the dead of winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, that's fine. It's, she learns on her own pace. Um, That's cool. Yeah. It'll be a bunch of fun Christmas puppies in the house. Yeah. Hopefully not destroying your Christmas stuff. Uh. It's not been put up yet, so no. But they would. They totally would. They're into absolutely everything. <laughs> so they're liking shoes. They're liking cords. We're, uh, we're having to put hot sauce. We found that as a trick. If you put hot sauce on a rag and you rub it on furniture or on cords or something you don't want them to touch, then whenever they go to lick it or put their mouth on it, they're like, oh, I don't like the taste of that, and they won't come back. So it's a good idea. Put hot sauce and everything. <laughs> so, wow, you're like a walking ad for. Um, I'm, I'm, um, I know what's the the red Frank Frank's red Frank's. Hot. Oh, yeah. yeah, put that dish on everything. Um, cool. yeah, unless you live in this house and it's Old Bay seasoning, which we just <laughs> we just got a brand new gallon of nice. delivered to the house yesterday. No, I will say we did go to London. For a new ice cream store that had just opened for their grand opening. It's called Moody Cow. And it's rolled shaved ice. And so I was like, I don't, I had never had rolled ice cream before, I don't think. But they have the ice cream mixture already made up. They pour it out onto a really cold surface. And they scrape it and they're moving it around and all that kind of thing. And they incorporate all your stuff in there and whatnot. But then they scrape it up into rolls and so when it goes into the cup it almost looks like a swiss roll and there's like four or five of them like in a cup and then they'll do whipped cream and your toppings and stuff on top of that it was delicious i got a uh, strawberry shortcake and they incorporated a little debbie cake in into that and then my husband got a strawberry cheesecake and that he said it was delicious too. So highly recommend the Moody Cow in London. Did you go to the Peach Cobbler place yet? I have not. In Richmond, I've seen varying reviews. Really? Yeah, I've seen varying reviews. That's what I will say about it. No, I've been. I'm dying to go because I love me some cobbler on the Madison County Foodies page. I will well, say there are many people who were not not pleased. For well, just for the price, mm-hmm. what you got for the price, they were just like, Meh. really? Yeah. But, of course, as always, your mileage may vary. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, speaking of London, I went there last weekend um, because my last great aunt, my great aunt Mary, turned 80 years old. Oh. And we had her a surprise party and uh, people were uh, trying to guess what she would do when she came in. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said she's going to turn around and walk back out. Someone said... She's going to get real mad. My mom said she's going to come in and say, well, S word. Uh, And she kind of did all three. (laughs) Uh, So that was funny. Uh, She came in, was totally shocked. Um, She thought she was coming to her grandson's birthday party, who has a birthday very close to hers. Uh, she had made other plans in the morning, so people were afraid she wasn't going to come, and it was rainy, and there was all kinds of these, like, little hurdles, but she jumped them all. She came in, everyone said surprise, she turned around, walked out, turned back around, came in, looked all embarrassed, took her purse and threw it on my table next to me and said, well, yes, I'm embarrassed. (laughs) So, we all won. We all won the guessing game, and it was a really fun time. It was a good, like, a good big family turnout we had sunny's barbecue mm-hmm. yes uh someone brought chess uh chess bars which mm-hmm. are like a top three for me mm-hmm. um it was fantastic got to see some of my cousins i haven't seen in a while uh, one of which uh runs a food truck now so mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to try it soon and yeah we can talk about that yep um but while i was in london i tried it's not it's not the first time i've had it but um we actually ate it there sauced pizza i think we've talked about it on here maybe mm-hmm. before but uh, it's kind of like a mod pizza or like a blaze or something. You pick your toppings and they make it there in front of you. But it's it's probably the best of any of those places that I've had. And uh, they have pepidou peppers, which I've never seen anywhere. Mm-hmm. But that place, and they're really sweet peppers. They're not hot at all. Like actually like sugary sweet peppers. And put those on a pizza. Very yeah. good. Very nice. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, it was really good. Would recommend. I think I have one in Harlan. I think they started it. Oh, maybe really? in Harlan okay. or around that area. And they have a couple there. I have one in London. I think they're trying to open them closer to up here too. So cool. If you see one out there, ch- check it out. And then uh, I had the wings for the first time at Bear and the Butcher. Never had them. They're good, aren't they're they? Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very meaty. Yeah. If you're looking for a meaty wing, I was hoping it would be for the price. Right. But all wings are expensive now. Yeah. So. I think your, your average price for 10 wings anymore is probably about 13 to $15, depending on where you get them from. Yeah. And I think these were 12 Yeah. I think they're about average price. Yeah. So not anymore. But they were good. Yeah. They're, they, they have decent wings. Yeah. I yeah. Liked it. I've truly not had anything from there I don't like. So, you know, it's a, again... Check out Bear and the Butcher mm-hmm. if you like meats. Even if you don't, you can get a salad. You can get a salad. They got good salads. I had a salad there too. They, they still have the uh, the burger. What no, is it? No. I, I mean, honestly, I don't know because I haven't looked at their actual menu menu because whenever we go there, they're it's only like serving fun. their small pared down lunch menu. Yeah. Okay. So you can only get a few things. And normally I just want something small because it's like, it's like what, like two thirty mm-hmm. something like that. So I just want something small cause I'm going to go home and have dinner like in a couple of hours anyway. So I never end up getting a big sandwich or anything like that. So yeah. What burger were you talking about? The one that Desiree had got. The impossible burger. Yeah. Yeah. I think they still have that. Yeah. yeah I so, think it's a permanent. So even, I was going to say, so even if you don't like meat, they have that. Mm-hmm. If you don't want a salad, yeah. They've got some sort of other plant-based yes. appetizer I saw, but I haven't tried it. Staunchly on the other side of the spectrum, I had uh, duck wontons a couple of times back. They were good. I wish mm-hmm. there was more of them, but you know, it's whatever. But yeah. So, look, we all did some fun things. How about that? Um. All right. Well, now that we've got that one out of the way, I think it's time for America's favorite segment, Renee's Report. Throw it over to Renee at the news desk. Well, hi, y'all. Um, now that we're past Halloween and all the spooky season, we're getting into the, uh, well, I guess it's, a combo Thanksgiving Christmas situation, but it's really more as Carrie said, a Christmas takeover. So just, just have they've done the past several years, they are turning triangle park, which if you don't know that what's, that's the area that's in front of Rupp Arena in the convention center. Uh, they are turning it into an ice skating rink wonderland. And it's going from November 5th. So it's already out as of this recording. And goes till January 18th. Um, tickets to uh, to get in is $17. And that's for 60 minutes of ice skating. And that does include your skate rental. And then the hours are Monday through Thursday from 4 to 9. Friday is 4 to 10. Saturday is 10 to 11. And Sunday is 1 to 9. So they're basically open seven days a week. But it's a fun thing to do to have an outdoor skating area, which I think it's cool that Lexington does that. Um, next thing I have on my list is a holiday makers market that's at Rock House Brewing. It's on Sunday, November 20th from 2 to 6. They are going to have uh, all kinds of different vendors uh, come in with, uh, with all kinds of uh, artisan things. And then they're also going to have a DJ uh, a mix master DJ Lee Bryant will be there to supply some music. They're going to have uh, Taco El Tio uh, come and have food there. And then plus, of course, their, the beer that they offer there at Rock House. So that seems like a fun event. So you can go get you some, get you some beer, get you some tacos, and do Christmas present. Doom, boom, boom, all knock three off at the same time. Right? Well, that's, that's a good trifecta. Yep. And then, same day, they're having in Georgetown, they're having Country Boy Brewing is having their chili cook-off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm We're missing the chili Missing cook-off. the cook-off. I'm missing the cook-off. There's your Simpsons reference for this, <laughs> Thank for this you. episode. Thank you. Yeah, it always, it doesn't feel right when we don't get one of those. Um, so, they are doing, they have... 50 spots open for chili cook-off and it's 
Sunday, November 20th from 1 to 5 in Georgetown at the Tap Room. And they're going to, anybody that comes, it's free admission, but they are asking for donations for God's Pantry if you wanted to bring some canned goods and stuff. And anyone that comes can try, sample any of the chili that's there, and then you vote on who you think's the best chili. So I figured that would be, that would be fun to do. R. Hayes. <laughs> I love that episode. That's a great episode. It smells like onion and cumin and spices. It's the cook-off. Oh, my God. Where are my chili boots? I need my chili boots. Marge, why don't you, why don't you calm down? Maybe have a cigarette. You know what? I think I will. <laughs> Let's not go outside today. Ed. It's weird out there. Yeah, that's such a good episode. I do love that one. <laughs> Especially when my one, I'm sorry, one of my no, favorite fine. parts too is when he's having the hallucination and the turtle is like, and he's like, "Won't you move faster? I said move!" And then he kicks him, and he like, <laughs> and then the temple comes up, and the turtle's like, uh, uh, and he's like, "You want me to climb this?" And then he's like, "Oh, that's for kicking you, isn't it?" And the turtle's like, "Uh huh." <laughs> but you just see the turtle sail off under the horizon. <laughs> anyway, good episode. Yeah. Okay. So, we also have another special week coming up, and it's Lexington Peace Week. Mm. So, that is going to be November 14th through the 20th. All pizzas are $6. So, so that's good. We've got some new participants than what we've had before. Of course, um, if you go to Pizza Week, LexingtonPizzaWeek.net, you can see all the pizzas... They've got pretty much everyone's doing a specialty pizza and then they're doing a vegetarian pizza. So, and then some are allowing takeout and some of them are dining only. Some you can order to go. Um, and so, like, you'll just have to look at the, at the key and see, uh, and see what your options are. But uh, Big City Pizza, Jack's, uh, which is in the Malibu jacks on 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 uh, nicholasville road lex love that's uh new this year to add them to the mix la rosa's of course they're doing their skyline chili bur- uh pizza i feel like they I do that it was every- good when we had it i dug it yeah but fine. i feel like they do that every year though yeah. yeah but i like i think i when i when we had the pizza and mm-hmm. i comment on the pizza i was mm-hmm. like i would just rather have it coney like mm-hmm. I'm gonna have it. I'd rather have a coney than yeah. pizza, yeah. but and not from Skyline. <laughs> See, I'm not a Skyline person either, yo. I'm Gold Star, and people. Me too, I think man. we we had this discussion. Somebody needs to make where people, a Gold Star chili pizza to to go up against this. For one. some reason, people lose their damn minds over over people who say that they don't like Skyline, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm with you, Gold Star, all the way. I'm Gold Star, man. Team Gold Star. Uh, the Hacienda is. Uh, is making a, making pizza. Are they going to do a barrier? Let's see. Because I know there's a couple of places around here that do barrier pizzas. Oh. Um, and they look delicious. This one says it's a meat Mexican uh, chorizo pizza. Oh, okay. Mexican style pizza uh, that has chorizo, bacon, and jalapenos and onions topped with uh, Monterey cheese. Okay. I would try that. Yeah. I would yeah. eat that. Uh, sure. Mod pizza, pie five, rise up, rolling oven. Let's see. And they're doing for a vegan pizza. They're doing a pumpkin pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew I knew Carrie's face. I just wanted to see it. Uh, Saugun, Smashing Tomato, Stoner's Pizza Joint. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Yeah. It's over off Limestone, I think, isn't it? Uh, South Limestone. I think mm-hmm. so, yeah. Yeah, all those are the... It was close to campus. Those are the people, or the restaurants that are... Participating. Uh, yes. Hmm. Yep, so if you get on there, you can check out all the pizzas coming up. And there looks like some really interesting ones, other than La Rosa's doing the same ones they've done every year. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow, lots of good stuff happening. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, thanks for that report, You're Renee. Welcome. Well, now I think it's time for everyone's second, America's, I'm sorry. It's time for America's second favorite segment. Everybody wants to try some food. Close enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this time change is really. It did. It's messing with my pitch. 
Yeah, no. it's messing with my whole it's messing body. with my rods and cones <laughs> and my all that stuff. Your vocal cords. Yes, yeah. my equilibriums. Yeah, it's got the vertigo all all messed up. Okay, so we got two things on the table. One of which we already alluded to is too festive. It's too well. It's too early to be this festive, but I saw them and I had to get them because it's two things that I love. Which, me personally, I don't care about you guys. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys that, that, that hurt a little bit. I'm just joking. You know I care a little bit. Uh, <laughs> um, this is Smart Foods Popcorn, which I love. And um, mixed in with Crunch Berries, which I also love. Mm-hmm. Also love just the Crunch Berries, whatever that one's called. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're mixed together for a special limited holiday edition. And even though it is just the beginning of November... I had to get it because I love these things. That's so, fair. Yeah, so we'll talk about that one first. So, what thought, y'all think about that one? So, I, I actually didn't hate it. Um, it's not terrible. It had a weird. It has a weird smell though. The bag has a, had a weird smell. Maybe since it's been open, I'm just like, what is that smell? It had a weird smell to it. Well, now um, it smells caramely. But when I opened it up at first, I got a big whiff of like butter out of it. So I was like, ooh, it's going to be the real buttery kind. Yeah, maybe. But, I don't know. Anyway, I liked it because it wasn't super sweet. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was super sweet. No, no. that's why I like Crunch Berries. And They're so, not super yeah, sweet. you know, I bet fair. Like if you're having a party or something, get you some mm-hmm. Crunch Berry popcorn. Yeah. And then the other thing I got, um, one of my coworkers was telling me about this. Um, that's a special edition Dorito and um, it's called Tangy Tamarind. So... I've never had anything tamarind flavor. I I've heard of it, but I've never had it. I had to look up exactly like how to describe it. But um, so it's a legume that grows on a tree, and then it has like this weird like flavoring to it. So like when you eat the stuff out of the pods, like it's a fleshy, juicy, acidic pulp, and fruit is best described as sweet and sour in taste. It is high in tartaric acid, sugar, B vitamins, and um, unusually for a fruit, calcium. Hmm. So it's good for you. But I think you can find them in, it looks like, Asia and then African and uh, West Indian like mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the person that told me about it is uh, from Asia. So I think that's like a dominant flavor there. But um, yeah, so... What do you what do you think about them? So I think that the description that you it's just read, Wikipedia, by the way, Doritos nailed it. Uh, tangy, um, little spicy, little sour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it even says spicy, yeah. sour, zing, zing on the back. Uh, uh, and you know what? The bag delivered what it promised. <laughs> this is like the second time lately. I think we've had a bag of chips that literally what it said on the bag mm-hmm. is exactly what it tasted yeah. like. And Renee, you liked the popcorn, right? Oh, yeah, the popcorn's right up my alley. Yeah, um, she was not a fan of the chips. I'm not a fan of the chips. Um, not a, I'm not a sour person, and this one has some spice and some sour. There's a lot of stuff going on here. This is not my flavor profile particularly, but kudos to uh, Doritos <laughs> for trying something different. Yeah, I mean, it's <coughs> like, it, and you know that I love the sour stuff, and it's like so limey that it's like almost that like, Hit you in the back of the jaw, mm-hmm. sour. Yeah, which is what I really like about it, and it's spicy, but mm-hmm. not like overwhelmingly. I didn't spicy. think it was super spicy, but it, it counteracts that tang a Kinda little bit. Kind of like the spicy Doritos, but they're covered in just like tons of lime juice. Yes, and some salt. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a fair assessment. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I thought they were good. I, I, I and again, the bag totally based on your description delivered what it promised. So props yeah. to Doritos. Yeah, good for you, Doritos. Dur- you go, Doritos. Is that Frito Lay? Um, is that know. is that right? Yes. Uh, you yep. know, I should know that. Yep. <laughs> I'm such a Dorito fan. They were two for six dollars, so I had to get a bag of regular Doritos. Hey, hell yeah. Had to. It's a It's a must. Yes. You it can't is a just, rule. Can't just buy one bag of Doritos. Especially not when they're on sale like that. That's right? a steal. Yeah, it is. Alrighty. Well, I think that was a good segment of Everybody Tries. Something uh, different that we haven't had before. So Yeah. yeah good time. Juck good juxtaposition. That's right. Well, I don't know what your history is about, so I don't have a good segue for it. But now it's time for the Hinky History Lesson. You almost oh, I forgot. forgot it. You did. You and then it was kind of off key because, again, the time change. Yeah. yeah. That's so we just going to blame everything that's on the okay. time change. And it's a little cool out, so you're going to be a little flat in your <laughs> mm-hmm. your pitch there. <laughs> so. 
Okay. Thank you. So, the cutoff. Yes. So the last time uh, that, that I had the history, I brought you the history of what I deem is one of the worst inventions in food history, right? This wedge salad. So I am bookending that with what is one of the greatest inventions ever in food, ever. And that is the history of sliced bread. (laughs) (laughs) I was curious about what this was going to be. So I bring you the history of sliced bread from Wikipedia, which I found was indeed the best article. Okay. So... Sliced bread is a loaf of bread that has been sliced with a machine and packaged for convenience as opposed to the consumer cutting it with a knife. It was first sold in 1928, advertised as the greatest forward step in the baking industry since bread was wrapped. And by 1933, around 80% of bread sold in the U.S. was pre-sliced, leading to the popular idiom, greatest thing since sliced bread. Nice. Otto Frederick Rawetter? Of Davenport, Iowa, invented the first single loaf bread slicing machine. A prototype he built in 1912 was destroyed in a fire. And it was not until 1928 that he had a full working machine ready. The first commercial use of the machine was by the Chillicothe Banking Company of Chillicothe, Missouri, who sold their first slices on July 7, 1928. Their product, Clean Made Sliced Bread, spelled K-L-E-E-N-M-A-I-D, proved to be a success. Battle Creek, Michigan has a competing claim as the first city to sell bread sliced by the machine. However, historians have produced no documentation backing up Battle Creek's claim. The bread was advertised as the greatest forward step in the baking industry since bread was wrapped. So then a guy in St. Louis bought bought the second bread slicer and set out to improve it by devising a way to keep the slices together at least long enough to allow the loaves to be wrapped. Um, So he settled on placing the slices in a cardboard tray. The tray aligned the slices, allowing mechanized wrapping machines to function. So obviously if you're trying to shove, if you've ever tried to like shove bread back in the bag, it's kind of of difficult. So Mm -hmm. yeah. W.E. Long, who promoted the wholesome bread brand used by various independent bakers around the country, pioneered and promoted the packaging of sliced bread beginning in 1928. In 1930, Wonder Bread, first sold in 1925, started marketing sliced bread nationwide. So, you know, as commercially sliced bread became uniform, easier to get, easier to package, people started to eat bread more. This increased the consumption of bread and in turn increased consumption of spreads such as jam to put on the bread. So sliced bread had kind of, kind of that effect of propping up other markets <laughs> because people were eating it more. Then during 1943, U.S. officials imposed a short-lived ban on sliced bread as a wartime conservation measure. Yes, dun-dun-dun. The ban was ordered by Secretary of Agriculture Claude Wickard, who held the position of food administrator, and it took effect on January 18th, 1843. Uh, apparently, people did not like this and started to write in like editorials and things to like the New York Times. Um, and actually, in a Sunday radio address on January 24th, New York City Mayor LaGuardia suggested that bakeries had their own bread slicing machines should be allowed to continue to use them. January 26, 1943, a letter appeared in the New York Times from a distraught housewife. I should like to let you know how important sliced bread is to the morale and saneness of a household. My husband and four children are all in a rush during and after breakfast. Without ready sliced bread, I must do the slicing for toast. Two pieces for each one. That's ten. For their lunches, I must cut cut by hand at least twenty slices for two sandwiches apiece. Afterward, I make my own toast. Twenty-two slices of bread to cut in a hurry. So people were like upset about this, right? Yeah. So, in March eight, March eighth, nineteen forty three, the ban was rescinded. Um, while public outcries generally credited for the reversal, Wickard stated that our experience with the order, however, leads us to believe that savings are not as much as we expected. And the War Production Board tells us this, that sufficient wax paper to wrap sliced bread for four months is in the hands of paper processor and the baking industry. The actual cause of the ban was that bread slicing machines used replaceable hardened steel blades, and the type of that type of steel was essential to the war effort. 
But either way, people were up in arms, but and they got their sliced bread back. Huh. So in the United Kingdom, sliced bread is sold as either extra thick, thick, medium, or thin, varying across the 5 to 20 millimeter range. In Ireland, the most popular bread type is known as sliced pan, sold in 800 or 400 gram loaves and wrapped in wax paper. In Japan, the same half loaf of bread is labeled by the number of slices it is, is cut into, commonly four or six, but also eight or ten. Um, in Australia, most sliced bread slices are about 18 millimeters thick, known as toast thickness, but 12 to 13 millimeters is also known as sandwich. Less common is cafe thickness, about 24 millimeters. So there are some bread facts from around the world for you also. And I'd also like to tell you that in the UK, the first slicing and wrapping machine was installed in the Wonderloaf Bakery in Tottenham. Go Spurs, Coys, London in 1937, and by the 1950s, around 80% of bread sold in Britain was pre-sliced. So, a very, very important invention and a very important period of time in the history of food. You didn't realize, like, sliced bread, like, legitimately was... Oh, like a luxury to A have. big deal. Yeah. Like it was a huge deal that people were able to go and buy that and they didn't have to like this housewife spend all the time yeah. for the family half their day slicing bread. I feel like this is like one instance where like the convenience is actually literally like a, a needed convenience, you know, mm-hmm. like sometimes we... We get shortcuts to things or whatever, and then we don't have them anymore. You're like, oh my God, my life is over. But it kind of sounds like it mm-hmm. might have been with like sliced bread, though, you know? Especially when you're trying to feed a bunch of people quickly like that. Oh, for sure. And, you yeah. know, people lament like the microwave and processed foods, mm-hmm. and, and there is something to that. But I think this, like I said, actually kind of rose the tide of the jam and possibly peanut butter and other industries. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, became a, became a con- uh, more of a convenience food than anything for families. Um, that may, you know they were going to use anyway. Yeah. I mean, people were going to use bread either way. Mm-hmm. Right. This just makes it a lot easier. Exactly. So yeah. is that so when you hear the greatest thing since sliced bread, you it's know pretty it's, a big it's, deal. Pretty it's pretty true. It's pretty true. Kind of a big deal. Cool. Well, thank you for that history we've learned today. Yes, it's very fun. Yes, good deal. Okay. So now that we're done with our segments, we can go around and talk about what we're drinking. Um, I already said what I was drinking, a little Topo Chico, uh, the world's fizziest mineral water. I don't know if it's the world's fizziest, but it's the fizziest I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had the, I did have a hint of lime one the other day. Also very good. Although I think I might prefer just the plain old mineral water. So is that is that a... Is that a Mexican mineral water? Is, like, it is. is it Japanese? It's Mexican? It is Mexican. Um, and it says, let's see, bottled at the source since 1895 in Monterey, Mexico. Okay. Serve cold, which I didn't. Our legend speaks about the virtues of the water. The daughter of ancient emperor who was carrying to, who was carried to a spring for miraculous refreshment. That's all it says. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Pretty good. I've always, like, heard about it and heard people talk about how, like, amazing it is and and I saw it at Whole Foods when I was there the other day, and I was mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna try one," and it was fantastic. So now I'm trying to find more. And no flavor, just fizzy mineral, just fizzy mineral water. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's quite refreshing. Hmm. Um, before you say what you had, Carrie, um, Scott sent in his guess, so I'd like to put that out there and see if it uh, matches up with what you drank. So Scott says that Carrie will have to drink an orange drink or some kind of tropical drink. So Carrie, what did you drink? Dang, Scott. Okay, I see you, <laughs> or hear you, or I guess I see you because I see him on Twitter, yeah. right? Yes, mm-hmm. that would be a C. Yeah, okay, I see you. So I am also in Mexico today, oh. uh, and Scott was right, it is tropical. And I'm pretty excited because John found uh, this thing at Walmart, and uh, Yaritos, I guess it's... Haritos. Haritos, Haritos, yeah, yeah, that's how you pronounce it, Haritos Soda, mm-hmm. right? Um, you can get them, they sell them on, uh, everywhere, you can mm-hmm. get them in single bottles or whatever. Well, Walmart had a 12-pack, and it's their special football pack, right? <laughs> and it's got a, it's each, yeah. each bottle is a different flavor of something. And so I'm going to be subsequently drinking a different, I'll just say this, so Scott, I'm going to be drinking a different soda for like the next, I guess now, 11 shows. <laughs> 
Um, wow, that's gonna be a long but time. But it's <laughs> all, all all different all different flavors. Uh, and yes, this one that I happen to pick today, just out of the out of the mix, is the guava. Oh, that is very tropical. It was good. I it really liked good. it. Not it wasn't super sweet. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what guava space to taste like, but it was fruity. It was. I mean, I thought it was good. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What are you sipping on over there, out of your Richard superhero cup? Um, water. Yep. I saw a little mio go in there. Yep. I love a mio. Yep. Lemonade mio for they, me. Like I can't drink the amount of water that I tried to drink in a day without mio. Mio is saving grace. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm right there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got a, a, a tumbler made with my husband's uh, face photoshopped onto some uh, wrestlers and some superheroes, and I decided to make it into a mug uh, because it makes me happy, and uh, and it drives him crazy. So, you know, it's like two wins. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It's a real win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Well, I think we've done it again, maybe, possibly. Yeah, a little, yeah. little, little shorter show today, but hey, that's all good. It's the time change, man. It is. We're blaming everything on time change mm-hmm. until March. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. It seems weird that I feel like the time, like, we fall back for a shorter amount of time than we spring forward. But is it, that true? I don't... If, if we just go from November to March, that's only, like, four months. Well, but you're March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just but now thought of that. I think that the darkness makes it feel a lot so longer. Long. Yes, but doesn't uh, like people back home call it slow time and fast time instead of. See, I've never heard yeah. that. That must not be slow a time and fast Manchester, time. Manchester, London, Tri County yeah. area. Yeah, it's like where thing, I don't know. how Cabbage Night is concentrated in the Florence Burlington Hebron area. <laughs> Yep, the, it's it's just the right there. Halloween. Yeah. yeah, it's just right there. Nowhere else. <laughs> yes. Well, if you um, also have opinions about fast time and slow time and whatever else, uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at hungry and ky. You can send us an email hungryky@gmail.com, and you can find our show wherever it is that you find podcasts. So we have a blog too. So where do you find that stuff at, Renee? Uh, the blog is Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We are on Facebook and Instagram under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We are on Twitter at BB and Eats. And our website is bbneats.com. And then where do you find you at, Carrie? Yeah, first of all, uh, before I get to that, I'd like to shout out Bacon for being a super good girl today. She has been a good girl. She has been. She's always a good girl, but she's, she's been an extra good girl. She's sat here. So you may you may have heard, hear her breathing. Um, but she breathes, so well, you know we all breathe. Hopefully, <laughs> so you know she's been an extra good girl today sitting here. Yeah. Uh, so yes, you can find us uh, on Twitter at GRLS Beer Sports. We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Alrighty. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky, and as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.